Oh, listen, dear one, I am thrilled to announce I have a brand new private coaching container opening up called Full Immersion Coaching. This is you and me working together privately as I become your mentor and soul guide for an entire year, providing you with the full support you need to grow a massively successful and prosperous heart-led business. To get all the details, DM me on Facebook or Instagram or send an email to allison at allisonscammell.com and say, tell me more about Full Immersion Coaching. I look forward to hearing from you. Hey ho, dear ones. What is happening in your world? I hope it is so great. I am in the final day of preparing for my big trip to Morocco. I head to Morocco tomorrow on a retreat. And I was just interviewing someone else for the podcast. And she said, oh, what's the purpose of the retreat? And I was like, huh. To be honest, I don't really know. (laughs) I'm going as a student and it's Susan Hyatt is leading the retreat. And, you know, she doesn't really reveal a lot of stuff about her retreats. And she likes it to be a surprise. And I just got such a heart yes to go that, and this is just how I work. I'm a splenic projector. I get the hits in the moment. And I just trust those hits. And I don't do a ton of research. And I don't do a ton of analysis on the hits. I just, I got the hit that I should sign up for this retreat in Morocco. I did. And I don't know if there is a theme. And I love this. I am a bit of a type A person at times where I like to have it all figured out and how can I maximize the results out of this experience? And I can try to over-engineer things. And I'm so proud of myself that I'm not doing that for this trip. I am so open to the unfolding of my experience. I hand it over to the divine to tell me and show me what the retreat will be about for me. And Morocco has been on my bucket list forever, and I am so excited. And to be honest, it's a good lead up to today's topic, which is all about clarity. And the thing about clarity is we will always receive the clarity we we need in the moment we need it and not a moment before that. And that can be frustrating because we want to know now. But there really is a divine timing to it. There's a flow. And when you relax into that, there's a relief, there's a joy, there's an awe and a falling in love with the present moment. And that in this moment, you know and have all the clarity that you need. And I have a beautiful guest for you today, a real expert, a real master, if you will, on clarity. It's Dolores Hirschman, and she is a joy, and she and I just have a nice bond. I really love being in her energy so much. I was lucky enough to be on her podcast a few weeks ago, and we had, we've had such an amazing time connecting. So let's get to it. In today's episode, Dolores reveals how to make sense of chaos and then turn that chaos into a clear and powerful life and business strategy. 
the important steps to getting clear on your ideas, and the secret to knowing when your ideas are ready to be shared. We'll end on an invitation that will have you clarifying your next big idea worth sharing in a way that leads to income, abundance, and real results in your life and business. So please stay with us until the end. Welcome to Soul Guide Radio, a podcast for soul-guided leaders, influencers, and entrepreneurs here to bring about change on a massive level. We'll explore how you can activate your big soul mission, amplify your spiritual gifts, and clear the energy blocks weighing you down so you can gain unstoppable momentum in life and business. I'm Allison Scammell, your host and soul guide. Well, hey there, Soul Guide Circle. That is the name of this community of soul-guided leaders, influencers, and entrepreneurs. In the Soul Guide Circle, we have big soul missions, and we yearn to earn more, serve more, and grow spiritually along the way. If you aren't already a member, then from my heart, I invite you to join our Facebook group of over 2,100 leaders and lightworkers who are in service to each other and the planet. Find a link to join on my website, alisonscammell.com, or in the show notes. Today's guest is Dolores Hirschman, and we're talking about how to clarify your ideas worth sharing. Dolores is an internationally recognized strategist, coach, speaker, and founder of Masters in Clarity, a strategy and coaching company that helps clients clarify their message and implement virtual business growth systems. Dolores has been a remote employee and virtual business owner for over 20 years. As a former TEDx organizer, Dolores understands how to help experts, authors, consultants, coaches, doctors, and other service business owners position themselves as thought leaders in their field and scale their business. I absolutely loved Dolores's take on clarity. She uses beautiful metaphor and has a wonderful way to bring things to life. Please enjoy. Dolores, welcome to Soul Guide Radio. Thank you, Miss Allison. I'm so excited to be here. I am excited to be here with you because you're amazing. And I had the opportunity to be on your podcast and we will leave, we'll link that episode as well in the show notes, because you have an amazing podcast as well. And I wanted to share with you something briefly before we kick off a conversation about clarity, which I think is like, I just feel like it's the coin of the realm. And I got called early this year to really pivot away from solely helping entrepreneurs grow a prosperous business to more of a spiritual calling where I'm helping people to connect deeper to the spiritual realm so they can connect to and co-create with the spiritual realm. And I did a lot of thinking about like why people want to do that. Like, why should we care? What's in it for them? What's in it for my listeners for doing this? What results could come by their way? And I kept coming back to clarity. And I kept coming back to how game-changing clarity can be when you get clarity on your path, who am I? What am I meant to do? What am I meant to be? What do I need to heal? And how it can just be a game changer. So I am excited to have you and to unpack this. So I want to start with this question. I like that you 
say that your superpower is making sense of chaos and then turning that chaos into a clear and powerful business and life strategy. Beautiful. Could you tell us why we would want to make sense out of our chaos? Why we wouldn't want to just run away from our chaos? What does it look like in 2022 to try to drive to a destination that you've never been before without a GPS? (laughs) You get lost. Same. And what does feeling lost feels like? It's tightening of the chest, loss of drive, feeling of inadequacy, feeling of not enough, and most important, feeling that we're running out of time. Mm, Yeah. The worst feeling. Yeah. So, so clarity is not something that someone can give you, but clarity is something that someone can guide you to. And what I have realized over the years is that what I bring to the table is frameworks for clearly thinking. Nice. And in that, help you arrive to your destination or arrive to your path, not necessarily the destination, because honestly, who cares about the destination? Have you ever arrived to the destination and realized that the journey was so much more fun? Oh, yeah. Why do we go on road trips and eat some junk food here or there and play music in the car with the kids or your partner? And you'll get there and yeah, wherever you got there, it's fun, but you always remember that drive. Yeah. Love it. So how does the actual chaos itself, like what the chaos is, the texture, flavor, the circumstances of the chaos, how does that actually point us to our clarity, do you think? Yeah. So first of all is how do we perceive that chaos? Like if we, depending on the vibration which you put to that chaos, you could actually look at a kitchen as a very chaotic, dirty kitchen because all the ingredients are on a table and there's flour everywhere. Or you can look at that kitchen as, oh my God, I'm about to make holiday cookies. And it's exciting and it's fun and it's not messy because it's messy with a purpose. Mm -hmm. The first thing is, how are you experiencing your chaos? Are you experiencing your chaos as out of control doom is coming, like a very messy kitchen? Or are you experiencing the chaos as I'm about to cook something incredible? So first is redefining or reframing what a moment of chaos, and let's go plain English. What is a moment of chaos? Usually in our lives, there's days of chaos, but then there's seasons of chaos or, or longer periods of chaos, which in my experience and working with clients, it always is a moment of creation if you are open to it. Like, in the, and I'm going to be cliche, but you know, when you turn 40 or when you turn 50 or when you turn 30, that there's moments in your life that are typically more kind of hallmark, supposed to be, call it crisis, call it chaos, call it confusion, call it, I'm not sure what I'm going to do next. Like my daughter is 21. She's graduating from college and she's experiencing the chaos. And she says, Mama, it feels like my last year of high school where I was so anxious of what's going to happen next year when I don't have a schedule to go to school every day. And I'm sitting with her and I'm showing her, okay, how did senior year transition to college turn out? You felt what you felt and it was what it was, but did you do okay 
at the end, not knowing that you're graduating from college. Like, well, yeah, it wasn't fun, but it was fine. Okay, so you've done this before. And so through the seasons of life, we, we come back to places and moments of the soup is simmering, is not ready to be eaten, but the ingredients are on the table and we mix them together and we put more salt or less pepper or whatever, but ultimately we'll be okay. So, so, so chaos is your kitchen about to make a really yummy recipe if you are open to that way of looking at it. Nice. I like metaphors. And in this metaphor, oh, you're it sounds, have a lot of them. <laughs> oh, that's great. And I love cooking metaphors because I enjoy cooking. It sounds like it would also help you in this situation to look around and not see a messy kitchen or like my daughter lo- loves to bake. I think she likes to bake more. She's six. And I think she likes more because it's an opportunity just to eat the results and get the sugar. And that's Uh, a really good reason. Yeah. But I think she actually likes the process too. And so so she's always like, Mama, can we make cupcakes? Can we make cookies? And a lot of the times I'm like, no, because it just feels like a lot of work for me. And I'm like, oh, and then the kitchen's going to be a mess and blah, blah, blah. So if I would reframe that to she genuinely loves to bake, I do too. This is our time to hang out together, to bond and do something together that's not watching TV or whatever. So that's the first thing, the reframe. And that makes perfect sense. And I'm wondering, using this metaphor, does it help to clean the surface first? Before you get it messy. So Luli, like, and now we're talking cooking. So it's, it's interesting how you're bringing this angle because that's what I do. I clean the kitchen. Then I bring all, like, make sure everything is clean and the surfaces like a shiny. And then I grab the recipe, look at the ingredients, put them on the table. And so here's how we translate this is that in the seasons of cooking in our life, cooking a new adventure, cooking a new phase of our lives, you don't cook overcook. You don't cook. On the surface, you just cooked. There's a moment and a place for cleanup. It's funny that when you were just introducing, well, talking about what we were going to talk about, and you talk about clarity, I just, I'm just going to use a very silly metaphor, but I literally had my hair done two days ago. And it looks great, were, by the way. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and then they were trying to dry it. And I said to her, like, it feels like very weird, like texture. And she's trying to dry it and it wasn't drying well. And she's like, what shampoo are you using? Because I think you have buildup. And so she actually took me back to the sink and used used a product that is a clearing product. And she, she washed two or three times with this clearing product. And she said, yeah, you're using some kind of shampoo that is staying in your hair, is building up, and there is no capacity to shape your hair anymore to... It's it's stiff. Mm -hmm. And so it's interesting when you were talking about what we're going to talk about, I said, ah, exactly. Clarity is preceded by clearing. Yeah. And that's what you're getting at is that we need to be constantly as a habit, the same way that we brush our teeth, the same way that we exercise our bodies is whether you do it through meditation or through singing or through whatever way is a consistent clearing and cleanup or you, of your Im- internal, you call it, call it chaos, but we don't always have chaos, of your internal emotions and thinking and energy, actually, that comes down to energy. Is that 
daily practice of energy clearing. Mm. I'm sure you teach this to your clients, but, and I never thought about it that way, but clarity cannot come. Good cookies will not come from a very dirty kitchen. Mm. Clarity will not come from a being who hasn't taken the time to allow energy to go through. Mm -hmm. So when we, and, and, and I was here listening to you talking about your shift and the concept of the spiritual openness and the idea of living a life of co-creation versus being limited to our own creation. I feel like I am very, I'm, I'm an end unit of a network. And when I disconnect, I'm not part of the network. And it says, remember those in, in corporate offices that the, the computers on the desk actually can't do anything. If they're not connected, if you unplug the network, it's just a box. I don't mm-hmm. even know that you can open a document. Like they, it's like a monitor, like a monitor without a computer next to it. It's just a thing that you can turn on. There's lights, but they won't do anything. It won't even project anything because you have to feed it. And so, so living a life where you're just a monitor without a feed on the higher level energy and capacity of creation at the level of universe, it's just very limited. It's just, there's almost a very hard process of creation, like very. I can't, I mean, I can't imagine <laughs> creating any other way. I feel like it would probably be pretty boring if I ever just cut off connection to source and like I'm gonna I'm gonna go at, at on my own with what's in my brain I don't know that I would like what would come you out won't go t- you will go too far now yeah I'm just I love it I'm loving the cooking metaphor because I'm a pretty I'm a projector my human design type and we projectors we like both are right yes yes you are too projectors like we like organization and we like very focused energy so I like to have a very organized space and I don't even think I could start cooking. It would be a very unpleasant process for me. And then I'm someone who naturally likes to cook, typically, to start cooking on a messy surface. Like, if, Yeah. If, if, if my husband made a mess and didn't clean it up, and then I have to come down and make dinner for the night, I would literally clean up the whole kitchen first. And then I would do, as you said, then I would get out my ingredients and then I would start cooking and making my mess that I would make for dinner, whatever. So... I'm loving this conversation. I have another, I have another one. Another, another, and this was getting to know my human design type really helped me with this. The divine timing of clarity arriving because, Ah. yeah, we are all people, right? We live in a go, 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 now, now, now society where we want things to happen yesterday and where we put pressure on ourselves, comes from the collective that we have to have it all figured out now. And my spirit guides always tell me that you always need to know what you need to know, when you need to know it, and not a minute before. Yeah. And so I've really realized that that holds so true with so many things in life to include our clarity. There's a a divine timing for it to arrive. So my question is, your thoughts on the divine timing of clarity arriving, and do you think there is a way to clear the path, if you will, to invite the clarity in, maybe with a greater ease and flow? So. I'll give you an example of my life that is a micro example that can be translated to this concept that you're bringing. So I started my 
coaching business in 2014, it has, it's, it has had its shifts and iterations, but for the sake of conversation, I've been, in a way, working with an online calendar and tight schedule and back-to-backs for a long time. And it would happen that something I messed up in the calendar and our meeting would overlap. Or I had someone scheduled for months and a doctor appointment came up and I'm like, oh my God, it, it, it doesn't, you know, I have to change something. And I hate changing clients' appointments. Like I, I will do anything to not move them ever. I'm the same way. And over some time, I started noticing that when some of that would happen, I mean, now I'm counting on it. I was like freaking about it, then started to trust, and now I count on it, which is the 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 extreme experience, right, of letting life evolve. And I know, and Alexander is just, I can't, this is the, the one thing in my life that I know if my calendar has a conflict, I count on it resolving itself. Meaning the doctor appointment changed the appointment or the client's like, I'm so sorry, but I need to move this or I can't believe, but I can't. Like I count on the solution showing up. So why am I sharing this is that as I started to allow that reality to exist in my life, that that experience of I'm counting of something that might make me nervous will actually solve itself. It has began to help me build, and the one ingredient that you need is trust, that anything that I can perceive in my body as a fluttering of stress or nervousness or anxiety or, 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 or what's going to happen to this, I'm, I've, it's allowed me to know, it's like, okay, bring it on. What is the, the decision? What is the move? What is the next task, the clarity of what that is, it's going to come right on time and it never fails. Mm. Can I just tell you, Dolores, I have the exact, exactly as you described experience with my calendar. If I wake up and I'm like, oh my God, I'm overbooked today and we're projectors. So we are not meant, we are not designed to be overbooked, right? And I'm just Uh, like, oh, it feels so heavy. I am very much many days, but yeah. Yeah, well, exactly. I Well, yes. And I will wake up and be like, oh my God, I'm overbooked today. I know somebody is going to contact me to reschedule. And I don't have to do a thing. Nothing. I don't have to do a thing. It is amazing. It is amazing. I think it. And and I I want to, for those listening, and I want you to listen this carefully. There is no emotion of neither frustration nor anger, nor any low vibration energy around the thought of, I wish I had an hour between calls today. Like there's no judgment. There's no, we're not, not liking our lives. We're not, not liking our client. Like, like it's not, there's none of that. It's simply, you could, you could even rephrase it and say, Hey, universe, can you, Please give me some space today. That's it. Yeah. That's yeah. the request. Can you just make space for me today? And boom. That is so beautiful. I love it. I love that you have that experience with your calendar. I. It's weird. 
it it is and it's beautiful and so if you ever listener out there thinking i just don't know if this would work for me just be open to it because it's when we try to control our time where it doesn't work out like these things kind of tend to not happen but when you just open up to it and say universe i need some space here today help me out and you're just relax into it and 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 trust that something's going to shake loose i promise you things will shake loose for you okay so I love the title of this episode. We're calling it Clearing, Clarifying Your Idea Worth Sharing. So we talked about some ways you can get the clarity and the divine timing of getting clarity. How do we know that an idea is worth sharing? Or it needs a little bit more time or it just needs to go in the bin for a while? How do you know when an idea is ready to be shared with a loved one, an audience, a client? Yeah, first of all is... How long does it take to share it? <laughs> if it takes you like 15 minutes, yeah, it's not ready. Like, like six words, one sentence, succinct. You, mm-hmm. you open your mouth and the other person gets it. I love there's, that. There's a level of readiness there. Complexity, you don't master anything unless you can make it simple for, the, for those that haven't mastered it. And so... So when you can communicate an idea in a simple, straightforward way, it means you've mastered it. So please don't go and, you know, just go fix the world with an idea you woke up with that morning. Like take the time to at least master it in within yourself. So there's a mastery part here. But second is like you might ask, okay, that's, that's cool. But what if it's the wrong idea? And so that takes a couple of layers. One is your internal knowing, and I'm, I'm, I'm K-N-O-W-I-N-G. There's like, like internal knowing when there's a groundness to a thought versus, hey, that could be fine. Like I have ideas all day long. I am the most generous idea person you can find, or probably you are too. Meaning you come into my world and I'll have an idea. I will give it to you whether you're my client or not. Why? Because I know that part of my being is channeling great ideas. And I also know I'm not called to execute on all of them. Mm. So I, I gift ideas all day long. I've also monetized some of these ideas. I, I had an idea a couple of years ago. I created a solution. I mean, a product around that idea. I always knew I was not born to grow that idea, but I created some action around it. I grounded it and I sold it and it's become a multi-million dollar business. It was an idea. I was, I was, I was, I was called to birth, but give up for adoption. Wow. That's pretty cool. There's ideas that you never birth. They just, they're seats and you give them. There's ideas that you birth, but you can give up for adoption. That's calls. That's called IP. And that's called selling your IP or licensing your IP. And then there's ideas that are called to birth and race, like my company. What, what do you, what's IP? Intellectual property. Oh, right. Yeah. Like, I... and that, that, like that you, you create a way to pack it to you. So an idea is just a, a fluff. It's a spark. It's, it's really, you can say, oh, it's so worth a lot. Yeah, me and. It's a spark worth a lot if it can never turn into a fire. Not really. It's just 
like that. But an idea grounded with enough, if enough meat into it, like enough thinking, enough, you can call it processes, you can call it systems, like an idea that has been formulating a framework that can be taken into action or that a, 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 a pilot has been executed. That's something you sell. So if anybody listening here is an idea person, then I'll ask, okay, some ideas you give away, some ideas you birth and you give for adoption. You could actually be financially very abundant by packaging ideas for someone else to execute. That's really cool. And from a human design perspective, you know, if you're a manifester, you are not meant to implement. You are meant to launch the thing and then hand it off, right? So we're, we're all not designed to be seeing ideas through from beginning, middle, and we're in this together, right? We're in a team and some people are the idea people. Some people are the launch people. Some people are the execution people. Some people are the wrap up. How did it go people? So I think this is important. A part of clarity is knowing what, what, where are you in this, in the, 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 I, the, you know, going from creative spark to, execution to completion kind of Full thing. cycle, yeah. 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 And you know, when we talk, we've talked about, about clarity around business and action, but where do we start is clarity of self. You know, you cannot, you cannot accept your calling if you don't know who you are. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I think we tend to beat ourselves up to people who are not follow-throughers and who are not mm-hmm. designed to be follow-throughers. The people who are meant to get the big idea and pass it on. I think society tells us that, you know, it's your idea. You, you do all the work, you implement it and see it through to the end. And I think that that's the identity people take on for themselves. Like I had this great idea. Now I need to put it into motion. And I know a lot of my clients who are not put it into motion people, they really beat themselves up and they beat themselves up for having a lot of ideas. I have this idea and that idea and this idea, but I, you know, and they don't have the desire naturally to be the implementer. So yeah, I think this is an, another great permission we can give ourselves is just to be the person we're designed to be. So, so, so I've been very, I mean, I'm a coach. That's my background. I'm also a strategist and all that. And I have been very, very intentional about that journey for myself and for my clients that, you know, every client that comes in, I make sure that I, we do some personality testing to understand who they are. So, so I created my own solution. Masters in Clarity is populated with, with the team. My, my team is everything I am not. Yeah. And so that yes. has allowed me to spend 80% of my time being in my brilliance, if you want, and allows them to be 80% of the time in their brilliance, which is the opposite of mine. And so who do we work with? We work with other visionaries and idea people who just need a team around them to run their business for them. And that's what Masters in Clarity does. Like I, I, I work on the vision side, but 90% of the, the work that we do at Masters in Clarity is not done with me. It's done with my team because literally we ground the idea for our clients and we create, either we do it for a client, we hold the client and the client's team accountable to the execution. That's beautiful. I first studied under Martha Beck for my life coach certification in 2014. And I I always just remember her saying, 
using the example of Lord of the Rings and how they went on this epic journey together and they were all, they all had different powers, you know, and you had the elf and you had the human and you had the hobbit. And together they formed this amazing team because they all had different superpowers that they brought to the fight. Mm-hmm. And she said, when we hire, we have this natural tendency to, to gravitate towards people who are like us and see the world like us. And she said, don't do that because, I mean, potentially, yes, yes, do that. And make sure that you're hiring people who have the skill sets that you don't. And it's the skill sets you don't really want to have because it's not your genius. Exactly. And that just always, yeah. I, I always thought that was such a good analogy. And I really took that with me. So very, very brilliant. Dolores, I have loved this conversation. You have such a great energy. I really loved what you said about, you know, it's ready to share when you can get succinct with it and say it in a sentence. I just have to say that is, that's not an easy thing to do. And that (laughs) is such a good indicator that you're ready. You're ready to share. So I would love to ask you to leave our listeners with an invitation, inviting them anywhere you wish them to go. Yeah. So when you're looking for that succinctness that we were just saying, and it is not easy, I will invite you to find that, that succinctness within. And I'll give you a metaphor so that you can actually make this easy. So whatever it is that you're going to want to bring into this world, tell it to your 10-year-old, your internal version of your nine, 10-year-old self. Ooh, that's good. That's it. I love that. <laughs> I love that. I, I have to share, you know, I did this pivot in my business and I launched a new program and I think it's so, so, so good. And I sent it, I'm working with a coach right now and I sent it to her. I sent the, what you would call it, the sales page to her. And I said, you know, what feedback do you have for me? And she said, it is so great, Allison, but you got to simplify it. And so I am going to do send it, it over. Yes, send it over. Exactly. Send it to me. Right. I'll send it to you. And I'm going to do this exercise. Are you like, open to my feed? I'll send it to me. I'll give you feedback. I'm beyond open to your feedback. Oh my gosh. Yes, please. Yes. I will send it your way. Amazing. Yes. And I'm going to do this exercise and I'm going to try to explain it to my 10-year-old self. Or your six-year-old daughter. Or my six-year-old daughter. That's exactly what my coach said to do. Have your six-year-old daughter actually... Read it and say, what did, what did you get from that? It's so funny you should say that because she actually told me to explain it to my six-year-old and see if she gets it. And I can tell you now, Dolores, I don't think she'd get it right now. <laughs> well, so here's the thing. and I know we need to wrap up, but we are only talking. Think of it. The people that the, we humans in the world, we look like adults. I, I don't know that I'm an adult. Like I just turned 15. I don't get that. <laughs> it doesn't compute. But. If you really think broadly, we are typically talking to eight, seven, eight, nine, ten, or twelve-year-olds. Because most of us in the emotional state have kind of I'm not saying everybody, but generally many of that have have an emotional stop of of interpreting the world at that age. Because 99% have had some kind of experience that got them a little stuck in the, that age group. And so we, most of us are in a journey of healing our child to grow into the adults we're called to be. 
So 90% of the people you are going to attract are going through that. And you're talking to their nine-year-olds, their internal nine-year-olds. That's amazing. Oh my gosh, Dolores. Yes, I've loved this conversation. I, I, I think that coaches are talking about clarity all the time, but I think to have a really good, meaty, juicy conversation about clarity is special. And I feel like we've done that today. Please tell our listeners how they can find you. Yes, coaches talk about clarity, but my company is mastersinclarity.com. Clarity is in our DNA and our name. And Masters in Clarity is where we teach you to master your own clarity. So mastersinclarity.com and Masters in Clarity in social media and Dolores Hirschman in Instagram. Perfect. And follow the show notes. Absolutely. Yes. So Dolores, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom today on Soul Guide Radio. Thank you. And I'd like to thank you so much, dear listener, for tuning in each week. We are growing at the Soul Guide Circle. I see our download numbers increasing week by week. And I'm really grateful for you tuning in. And hey, if you're still listening to my words, you stuck with me till the end. And for that, I am so grateful. I've noticed that collectively, myself included, our intention, our attention span is actually getting tighter and tighter. <laughs> it's just how, you know, in the modern world, our brain is getting rewired to have shorter and shorter attention spans. So when you do stay with me for a whole episode, even if you're multitasking, that's perfectly okay. I am so grateful that you shared this time with me. And if you feel so called to leave us a rating and review, there is a link in the show notes where you can find the various places where you can leave a review. And I am so grateful in advance. And I will read your beautiful words on the air. And as always... Until next time, may your soul guide the way. Are you ready to fill your business with soul clients in the next 60 days? Then download my free energy upgrade meditation to amp up your energy frequency, dissolve the doubt, and attract the soul clients you are destined to serve. Find the link to download on my website, alisonscammell.com as well as in the show notes.